start to put tension on my string drawback, I was like, okay, I'm gonna it. It's him. You can look at the horns when he's dead. I'm, I'm in, you know, in the zone. Let the arrow go is perfect. Uh, when they lose their front shoulders, yeah, you start, yeah, that's how you know. You're listening to the White Cat Outdoors podcast, bringing you to the table where we talk about the outdoors. What's up, everybody? Uh, another installment, the White Cat Outdoors podcast, and Nick was talking shit last week saying that I don't help at all because him he's been killing deer left and right. Tom killed last week, and uh, I actually did kill last week, but Nick was still being a dirtbag just for fun. So it's Deer Camp Series, and it's my turn, so that's what it's about tonight. So we're running three years where all three of us have contributed now. Yeah. Like, I was a little slow one year. I had to, we we had had to, to do a bonus episode in the late season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, so... But three years in a row, all three of us have been able to contribute. So yeah, we we get it done. It's wild. Um, so Frank, this is your hunt. Kind of, I feel like I was involved. I, I, I was gonna say we should, should probably we? start this in the morning because you and I were both going, acting like complete idiots in the morning. Uh, yeah, I didn't hear this. Yeah, so, yeah, I didn't tell you what happened so, to me in the morning. So I guess I'll start. Yeah, your, it because your mine, buffoonery started before mine. So, um, opening day of gun, I take very seriously, and I like to get to bed early, and <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> uh, so no, um, I was in bed at a I don't know, wee hours of the morning. It was it was late, but anyways. Um, Frank and I, during our uh, rutcation or tour de rut, if we if you will, uh, Frank and I started hunting a new piece of the or a new section of the property. Um, new, I had a stand there years ago. Yeah, and you didn't kill out of it, and you ended up pulling it. It was that bad for you. You were in the but, wrong spot, though. Yeah, I, you were. I never gave it a rut chance. Yeah, well, you were still in the wrong spot. No. Yeah. yeah. You were Anyways, way off. You pulled the stand. Hmm. Anyways, so Frank and I decided for opening day of gun, we needed one guy on each side of the swamp. And uh, that's what we were going to do. We can see each other, but you've got, there's like two separate hunts with a little bit of neutral ground in the center. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what we decided. Um, we won't shoot across the swamp, but anything in the swamp is fair game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, neut- it's neutral ground, you know, whatever. So I hike in. And uh, I'm getting ready to do my first uh, rifle hunt out of a saddle. So hiking in, I already had my tree picked out because I was there in bow season, and I was trying to be careful and everything because I had, you know, I had my gun, I got my platform, I got my sticks, everything, my backpack. So what I decided to do is I was going to be very, very cautious, and I was going to leave my gun and my pack on the ground, get my stand set up and get my tether, everything set up. So all I had to do was climb back down, throw my pack and my gun on, climb up, and I'm in. So I did just that. But as I get to my top stick, 
Um, I'm climbing up and there was a fallen tree into the tree that I was hunting in. And so you have to like push on the tree to like move this fallen tree to get your lineman belt up. And with all of the snow and everything, I slipped on my stick and I dropped. But with the lineman belt, you pretty much, you fall a few inches and then you just like, and then you just like slam into the tree. Um, and when that happened, I reached down for my belt and which is below, like, so my arm's not up anymore, which caused my sling to slide down my arm. And when it like the momentum of the sling hitting my wrist, it just flew off gun fell into about a foot and a half of snow. And I looked down and it's just sticking straight up, um, plugged it right in the ground. And I was like, <laughs> did you plug the barrel? Oh or yeah. The butt into the ground? No barrel. Oh yeah. It was sticking in the ground. Barrel, barrel, first. barrel in first time I've ever dropped my gun and I was livid and I could see Nick across the swamp and I see him get set up, climb up. Then he climbs back down. Then he climbs back up to get set. Then he goes back down. I'm like, what is he doing over there? Cause I don't know any of this is going, he's far enough away that I can't, see everything that's happening but i keep seeing him in the tree and out of the tree over and over again i'm like what i am i'm like <laughs> was he wearing his big orange jumpsuit no he no. didn't wear the I big was, orange. he was debating on it but it was pretty cold and windy so he went with the uh, wool yeah but I, I was livid like i i was so pissed because i did it on purpose like I, I was so careful why didn't yeah. you use your rope yeah i that he was forgot his bow i rope. forgot my bow rope what about your three-fingered hooker that you were so excited about? Also <laughs> forgot it. Mm. He like was bragging every, about that yeah, all every, season. Everything that I needed was not – I switched packs for rifle season because um, it just got more space for an extra sandwich and whatnot. Now, uh, if, if I had to guess, because I wasn't in camp to wake everybody up, you probably got up with just enough time to get dressed. No. I was the first one up. I was. We sleeping. were up with plenty of time, though. I got up, went in, woke them up, got dressed, and then we we, we were in and playing. Like I, was, yeah, we were not late, right? right? But you probably didn't have a morning cup of coffee, watch a little TV, slowly well, get ready to cup. make sure everything's in order. I mean, I we did sat around and had breakfast. Like yeah. we, it was and not. You still forgot all this stuff. No, they were. He at didn't home. even have it. Ah. Yeah, like it wasn't. It wasn't like I was in a rush and forgot to. They, they were back at home. Gotcha. Um, I took over the getting up early, Tom. Don't worry. Yeah. Did you get the coffee going? Tom, no, you Dad know did. I don't do that. Dad got coffee going. Um, so anyway, so I am beyond pissed in my tree, like just so mad. Um, and so then I'm like at the point at this point. So I, that's when I climb back down. I actually basically like stood on my stick for like three minutes. Just like what the fuck? Just yeah, like <laughs> hating myself. Like I can't believe I just did that. Like I've been hunting for fifteen years, and that was like a rookie move, big time. Yeah. So I am just beyond mistakes can happen yeah, at any time. It, it can. <laughs> um, and what, what's funny is I almost grabbed one of those brute strap slings. Those things you can't drop those. No, and I the only reason I didn't is because um, your bobcat. No, I, I I went and was gonna grab it, but my dad had taken off the clip that feeds into the stud on my rifle. It was just the one that you have to like loop it through, so I couldn't. It was gonna be cost too much, or not cost cost, just gonna be too much of an issue. So I was like, screw it. You know what? I better th- just throw my gun out of my stand instead. Yeah. <laughs> so I climbed back down, 
grab my gun and it is plugged. Barrel is full of mud. I'm like, that's cool. Great way to start the yeah. morning. <laughs> so I'm like, so I, I got a stick and I just basically like pushed it in just a tiny bit and then just blew into my barrel and it all came out in one big plug, like right through. And I was like, okay, that worked better than I thought. Um, and so I cleaned it out as good as I could, blew down the barrel and looked down with a, I put a flashlight in the action. So it was shining up and I could look down and see that there was nothing blocking through the barrel. I could Mm -hmm. clearly see all the way to the bottom. I could see the rifling. Um, I'm like, okay, that's okay. And then I look at the gun some more, realize that the scope had shifted and I'm like, awesome. This is really cool. So I basically wasn't even going to shoot anything, but Frank was across the swamp. I'm like, well, I have to make it look good pretty much. So I, I climbed back <laughs> Gotta up. Got to put on a show for me. So I, I climbed back up my tree, basically one-handed because I was not letting go of my gun. And um, <laughs> I get back up there and my platform is like not where it needs to be. I'm like sandwiched between two trees. Like it was just all bad. And then, so I had to like stand on the side of the platform well, I didn't get it tightened down all the way because of the whole gun thing, and I kind of forgot that step. So the whole platform shifts on me, and then I'm like, all right, I can fix that. I'll just stand on the top, you know, lift it up a little bit with my other foot, cam it down. Well, it dropped too much, and then I couldn't cam the platform back down, so I'm standing on like a 45. It was just the, the, one of the worst opening mornings of my entire <laughs> life. So, and I'm, I'm, ha- I'm, I'm having to watch all this idiocy going on across the swamp. Yeah. So finally, I'm like, whatever, this is it. I decided I was not going to shoot anything unless it was like 10 yards away. Like, because like I, I dropped it into snow. I'm like, it couldn't have bumped that bad. Like, if it's 10 yards away, like even if my gun's off five inches, it's still in lethal uh, range. So that was basically what I was telling myself. But come to find out, I still didn't even want to shoot. Anyways, sitting there, and then a couple hours go by. I had seen a doe run across uh, the swamp probably about 250 yards out and was hoping she'd circle over to Frank, but she never did. Um, And then I look up across the swamp, and I see a group of doe. And this is where I start being an idiot. Yeah, so I see a whole— It was close to 10 o'clock at this point. Yeah, about 10 o'clock, I see four doe coming down the hill— and one is a tank of a doe. Monster. She, just an absolute nanny. Like bigger than Nick's doe. It was big. Probably the biggest doe I've ever seen on the hoof. It, it was, was huge. Huge. huge Un- unreal. Anyways, so I'm looking at these doe, and then I hear something, and I look over, and I'll let Frank take over from there. So I'm sitting there, and I had I didn't see a single deer all morning. And it was cold. It was oh, yeah. snowing and, like crazy, <laughs> and the wind was ridiculous. And I, you know, it was ten o'clock. We'd been there for several hours, and I was like, eh, "I guess I'm just gonna call it a morning here. I'm gonna climb down and go back, eat something, have a sandwich, and figure out a, an evening plan." So I start packing up my shit, and yeah, and every time I'm packing up, I'm always like looking at like I do it in steps. Like I put all my stuff into my pack that. I pulled out and I, you know, take a minute. I look around, make sure nothing's coming in. I unscrew my hook, get everything, you know, and put my fanny pack on, look around. Nothing's going on. So I was like, all right, time to get out of the stand and 
I was in my mobile setup, so I was like, I got to unhook everything. I lift up my stand, I undo the strap, and as I undid the strap, and I like had, I didn't even have it like on both arms yet. I threw it over one shoulder, and then I hear Nick whistle, and I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like, and I, I knew he wasn't whistling just for fun. Like, obviously, there's I don't de- normally just whistle tunes in my tree stand. Yeah, so I'm like, obviously, there's deer coming, and I turn, and they're 30 yards away. Like, they just came booking down the hill into the swamp, and then turned right to me. And <laughs> they're like right behind Frank, and I'm like hanging out of this tree with my stand half on my back, and I'm like, what do I do? Because they're right there, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm watching all. Like, I can see all of this happening from across the swamp. And it's I'm beautiful. Like, I'm looking around. I'm like, can I like turn a certain way and lean against the tree and turn? I was like, it, this just isn't happening. So I stand there and watch this gigantic doe just standing there right in front of me, 30 yards, looking around. She walks around, does a couple circles. And I'm looking at Nick, like, and I don't know that he had destroyed his gun at this point. I'm looking across the swamp like, I know you can see these things. Like, <laughs> shoot one. Obviously, I'm not going to do it. So, and then he finally pulls his gun up and he's looking, I was like, okay. And I'm like, just waiting for the shot. Never happens. And she's standing right there. Like she's probably like 80, probably 80 yards from me, but 20 or 30 from you. Yeah. And I'm like, why is he not shooting? And then takes off up the hill and I finish climbing down. I walk over to him and then I find out how his morning went. I'm like, ah, so that's why you didn't shoot. So we just had a hell of a morning. It was, it was all bad. Sounds like it. Yeah. So Frank and I walked back up to the camp, um, which that walk back to camp always seems so much longer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all so, uphill. Yeah. yeah. And we actually decided, because the snow was so deep, we actually walked the road all the way to the top and back down the driveway instead of cut the corner. Right. Um, but anyway, so Frank and I get back to camp. We eat lunch, and he's like, hey, you know, I did bring another gun. Like, if you want to use my other gun. Yeah, I luckily, like, I come prepared for things. So I was like, dude, that'd be awesome. And he's like, you know I'm going to give you a lot of shit if you <laughs> kill a gun or kill a deer with my gun. Like, you'll never hear the end of it. And I was like, yeah, And then right. he tells me he's going to my... Well, no, he didn't go to my stand yet. We had a different plan. We put a plan together. I, I was, was going to go to the tripod. And I was going to go to my double. And... So I went to go drop Frank off down on the other side of the block. And we're ripping by the field. And it's like, there was two deer out in the in the beans. So I, I just keep driving, and we get past the field, and I look at Frank, and I'm like, I think we can stalk those deer. He's like, what do you say we double down? And I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to do it. Like, He's like, no problem. I'm like, you know, it's deep snow. It was super cold, so it was powdery. It wasn't loud. The wind was hitting us straight in the face, and we had to go through the corn stalks, which is making a bunch of noise. So any little noise we might make is covered and muffled by this corn. Mm-hmm. So... We jump out of the truck. Um, Frank goes and finds some shooting sticks, literal sticks to <laughs> literal shoot sticks. off of. Um, and we just start, you know, we walked from the woods and then hiked through the field, you know, and then got down kind of like need duck walked a little bit through the corn. Um, and at that point we realized I couldn't see the second deer, but Frank had seen it. I was about 15 yards behind him and he's like, all right, let's back up. And yeah, we, we sh- couldn't keep going the way we because we weren't like in the corn. We were walking down the edge between the corn and the goldenrods, mm. and 
if we would have continued the way we were going, we would have been made by that deer. So I was like, let's back up and circle up around the corn and come from the high side. And we ran into the same thing. We weren't going to be able to get a shot at both deer. From the same spot. Yeah, we were going to have to split up in order to get a look at both of these deer at the same time. So, and the wind was perfect. Like, we, it couldn't have worked any better. So, Nick sets up. I was like, you just get set on this deer. Like, don't move. Set up, set up right here. Lock well, in on I, her. I knelt down, and I just put the crosshairs right on right behind her front shoulders she's sitting there feeding in the field and i'm probably 70 80 yards away probably 70 yeah um frank said okay i'm gonna circle around and i'm gonna go set up on that other deer as soon as i shoot you shoot you know we were like a lot of the times when they hear a shot like they're unless they get shot their first instinct isn't bolting yeah it's usually look around yeah so we were banking on that happening um so i'm set up Safety off, finger on the trigger. I'm just waiting. As soon as I hear Frank's gun go, I'm popping. And Frank's gun goes off, and as fast as you could fathom, <laughs> its chest was on the snow and headed the, the opposite direction it was standing. Like, never even got a shot off. I was like, did not expect that at all. Yeah, so, and like, I shot, and I'm... So yeah, I immediately turn and look, and I see that deer run. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I thought this was going to be so perfect. So I run to the other side um, of the corn, try and set up again, see if I can't, see if she, if she stops, mm-hmm. you know, I was going to get a shot. And she never did. And then I see Frank pull up um, and shoot. But it, it, because, and then it was at, he thought his deer had taken off, but it didn't. Um, yeah, yeah. We, she runs to the edge of the field and like i moved down like at first she dropped straight down then she got up and started running i'm like oh what the hell i thought i smoked her so i start moving down and then she's just off the edge of the field and she takes off running through the woods i was like oh god and i i can just barely see her out there and i was like what do i do so i like just took a a dumb shot like there was no chance of me hitting this deer and takes off and i'm standing there and nick comes up he's like what happened and i was like i went down and then got up and took off so we start walking and i was like she's right here and then we find blood it's spraying out you know it's five feet either side of the where it was running so i was like oh, it's definitely done yeah it's a dead deer and we're just kind of talking and, and as we're talking about it we look and the deer's laying right there i was like the snow was so deep when she fell she just disappeared, disappeared into, into, into the, the snow, snow. And it turns out there was another deer just in the woods. So two of them took off. We only saw two, saw two take off. I'm like, what the hell? But it was a third deer that we didn't know about. Mm. And yeah, she was smoked. So Nick really blew it on the double. He, we should have had it. No problem. I just didn't want to shoot with Frank gun. Yeah. That's what it boiled down to. He didn't want me talking shit. Understandable. But yeah. So then, um, Frank, I offered to help. He didn't want it. Well, I wanted Nick to get in the and I had shot it right by where he was going to hunt. So I was like, well, you just go to where I was going to hunt and hunt my double, and then I'll just take care of this deer, and then I'll go find somewhere to hunker down for the rest of the evening. And we both ended up seeing a lot of deer that evening. Oh, I had deer in front of me from about 15 minutes after I got in till dark. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... Not, there was no big does. Like yeah. was, I didn't see any bucks, and it was just a ton. And it's of... crazy because 
We were there the week before for ton of bucks. We couldn't go one sit without seeing a shooter buck. It was just nonstop shooter, 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 and a lot of other smaller bucks. And that was just a week before. Yeah. One week later, we saw one buck. I saw a spike. And yep. your dad never saw a buck. You never saw a buck. But a ton of doe. Yeah. Like does everywhere. Does all day long, but never saw a buck. It was crazy what one week can do. Yeah. But, uh, and then, so we were all headed home, you know, Saturday night, you know, we're going to go get Frank's deer cleaned up. And, uh, then Austin calls, you know, you guys have all met Austin on the podcast and he said, Hey, you know, I'm coming up to the cabin, um, tonight. We were going to do some hunting in the morning. And I was like, I'm already on my way home. I'm like, I'm already on my way home. (laughs) We hadn't gone. We were only five minutes away from camp. And I told Austin, I said, let me call you back. So I called my dad and I was like, hey, Austin just called. He wants to come to camp. What do you say? Because like the deer was in my truck. And I was like, what do you say? Yeah. I give this deer to you. You know, you're just going to take the hide off. It's not going to be a big deal. Like, yeah, you guys care if like I just stick everything. up here. You know, it's going to save me like two hours yeah. if I just have to go home and then all the way back up. Yeah. So I was like, yep, sweet. So we pull over, switch trucks in the deer. And then I head back to camp, mm-hmm. um, met Austin up there. Um, and same story for us the next day, just tons of does, no bucks, no bucks. Um, and we got even more snow Sunday and, and we it, got like another foot on Sunday. It was, it was we got like I was literally over the in the woods. It was waist deep. Yeah. Like with a property that was freshly logged, it got dangerous <laughs> walking through yeah. because I was literally like in the, like waist deep in snow walking. And then you would just get hit in the knees by a log and you're like, <laughs> okay, I guess we're, cause you couldn't, I mean, it was just yeah flat you couldn't tell what was what and Mm -hmm. so that was annoying um you know we only hunted the morning and my tracks were pretty much covered by the time i got out of the stand that's crazy it was nuts like i I took a uh (laughs) i think it was my first uh tree stand selfie i took um it literally like i was in stand i think at the time i think i took it at 749 so like i was in stand for like maybe an hour Mm -hmm. and i was completely white like i was covered <laughs> Had in an snow. inch of snow on you oh it was ridiculous because I, I just i looked at myself I'm like this is comical yeah I'm like i just gotta take a picture of this i was actually <laughs> warm in the wool like it you insulate really well with that stuff yeah um but it was just ridiculous also the only thing i had to do was just whatever way the wind was blowing just turn my back yeah to so that. it's not hitting you in the face yeah um other than that it was good mm-hmm. but yeah, um, it was a wild weekend so tom killed i killed Fortunately, we were at different camps, so we weren't celebrating together. But it was a very successful opening weekend. Yeah, and it was a lot now, of fun. When you're hearing this, we'll already be a week into rifle season in PA, so we're gonna have a lot more. Definitely gonna have some big buck stories coming down the pipe. Yeah, I'm trying to get. We got a special episode. I'm trying to work in. Um, I don't want to give names away yet because we haven't solidified it, but an absolute giant eight. Yeah, hit the hit the dirt um, by one of our buddies, and trying to just iron out the details. He's he's well, he wants to come on and everything. Just trying to get the time right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, to me and pretty much anyone you would ever talk to, this is the epitome of what a giant eight looks like. Yeah, um, it's got everything, oh. and it's just <laughs> can't wait for you guys to hear it. Um, and we'll post it on the Instagram. But it's just an absolute giant. Giant, no doubt.
So, and we're uh, gonna have some more giants going down in PA rifle season. Yeah, and you're gonna be hunting New York. Yeah, you say I'm not gonna get any. As giants you've said a hundred times, you're done in PA. You're yeah, tagged I'm out. officially tagged out in PA. So that's good pretty feeling. neat. Um, but before is, we wrap things up, I just wanted to give a shout out to our guy John Arquilla. Oh yeah, he was the first one to comment on the photo from last week's episode. Two weeks. Two, two weeks, weeks ago. Two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks ago. So. Um, Thank you for listening, and thank you for playing along. <laughs> <laughs> you love to see it. Yeah, uh, yeah, that it made me laugh when I seen that comment come through. Um, <laughs> I was like, we actually we were taking bets at the at the studio after the after we set it. And John, I'll be honest, we you were a top contender on who we thought would be the first uh, <laughs> comment. So um, we appreciate you playing along and always leaving it in the comments for us. Um, on that note, I guess we'll wrap it up there. Um, by the time you're listening to this, like Frank said, we'll be two weeks into New York Rifle and a week into PA, and you guys know us. We'll be getting outside. 